Hey everyone, welcome to Bring Your Own Opinion, the bi-weekly podcast where we use documentaries as the basis for our conversations, hosted by me, Miriam and Elijah. Make sure you check us out on bringyourownopinion.com and on Instagram at bringyourownopinion. Hey Macy, how are you? Hey Miriam, I'm good. Um, if you're listening, um, Elijah's not with us today. He's away for a month, living the life up in Edinburgh. <laughs> um, Tropical yeah. vacation. So he'll be away for like two episodes. So Macy has stepped in to fill those sh- monologue shoes. <laughs> um, so Macy was on as a guest um, in a previous episode where we talked about legalizing weed. So we thought we'd get her back on to discuss this week's topic. So thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I feel like my only qualification for the weed episode was that I'm from California. I mean, it definitely was. <laughs> and my only qualification for this is that I have a uterus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's good enough, right? So. <laughs> yeah, good enough for me. You're comfortable holding a microphone, so that's decent. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> So this week's episode, um, as Macy alluded to, is all about egg freezing, which is an interesting topic, <laughs> specifically from a female point of view. Um, so the documentary we watched was a broadly documentary called, what was it called? Egg Freezing Career Women and the Future of Fertility. So um, yeah, it was really good. It just followed um, a couple of women in America um, and kind of looking at, I guess, the pros and cons of freezing, looking at it from two different perspectives, and then following a couple of women who were kind of going through the process of egg freezing and understanding why they're doing it and kind of, I guess, yeah, the pros and cons and everything behind it um, to kind of delve into, like, is it worth it? What's involved? Um, trying to, like, educate women a bit more about it. Um, what were your thoughts on the documentary as a whole, first of all? I really enjoyed it. I actually, I was pleasantly surprised because I expected it to be about, like, whether, like, whether or not that was an appropriate benefit for companies to offer because it opens up saying um, how Facebook and a couple other companies Mm -hmm. are offering that as a benefit to women. Google and Apple too, right? But I was pleasantly surprised that it's actually about something that I'm extremely passionate about, which is kind of the commoditization of Mm -hmm. reproductive health. Mm -hmm. And as I'm sure I've talked your ear off about before... (laughs) Like, I have really strong opinions about the way that doctors handle things like this. Mm-hmm. Um, like, down to birth control. Right. I just think it's 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 really, is kind of, it's made a lot less serious than I think it should mm-hmm. be. Um, I know a lot of women, myself included, who are, like, prescribed birth control at pretty inappropriate ages, mm-hmm. I would say. I was 12. Wow. Um how did that come about? You know, it came about... You were just a regular routine. Like, hey, go on birth control. Honestly, well, it came about because I'd gone to the doctor because I was having some, like, abdominal pain. Mm-hmm. It turned out to be something completely unrelated. But when I went to the doctor, they were just like, well, you're going to start your period soon. So have these to help with cramps. They also sent me home with Prozac, which is an antidepressant. Was this before you even had a period? Yeah, this was well before I had a period. Yeah, and like, I think I just didn't really question it. And this, (laughs) I feel like I've launched into like an off topic thing. It's related. (laughs) But like, 
I went off birth control when I was about 20. So I was just taking it consistently mm-hmm. that whole time. And I went off of it because I felt like the only time of the month that I felt like I had energy or that I was in a good mood was on my period. And those were the weeks that I You're wasn't not taking, taking the pill. And like, I just realized that I'm very sensitive to hormones. Mm-hmm. And that like my response to birth control was just lethargy maybe like depression but these are not things that I was warned about by my doctor when I was 12 Mm -hmm. and like come to find out it's a really common experience that women are just not really taken seriously with this kind of thing and it's like oh you need you have a problem that needs to be fixed take these and like if anything happens it's just that's what you get yeah being a chick (laughs) (laughs) like congrats you yeah. know what I mean? I think that was a big thing in the documentary as well that opened my eyes is like actually what's involved in it. Like totally. like you said, like I all you no hear idea. about before watching it is like egg freezing, like you should do it at a certain age. Like it's an insurance policy. Like everyone keeps banging on about that. But it's like you actually witness a woman, Amy, going through the whole process and what's involved and like how invasive it is. Like you mentioned hormones. Like you have to essentially like shut your body down and start again for like two weeks in terms of like building up egg eggs in your womb or whatever and it's just crazy like injecting yourself like even having to do all the injections yourself I'm like how is that responsible I don't know like it's just it's all it a bit does, crazy it really freaks me out and 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 the first woman who who um who they talked to who's kind of in the process of it had what was it ovarian hyperstimulation yeah. syndrome which she said her ovaries turned, <laughs> they're supposed to be the size of walnuts, turned into the size of Grape grapefruits. <laughs> like, I know. Phil's <laughs> getting uncomfortable over is, there. <laughs> that is rank. Yeah. Um, but like she passed out and like then she went to the hospital and like they were like, yeah, you have like, what was it? Something hypertension, yeah. some lesions or torsions yeah, or something. Yeah, tor- ovarian That's torsions. It. Crazy. And that's just from, like, in preparation to get your eggs removed for freezing. Exactly. Like, this shit women are putting their bodies through. Now, it's interesting, because that same woman was like, I mean, even given that, I would do it again. Yeah. Which, as we come to find out, spoiler alert, (laughs) like, the efficacy of this procedure is, I mean, what I took away is that it's basically unknown. Yeah. Like, it's known to be really poor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But, yeah. like, we're not going to really know until these women start trying to use these eggs. Exactly. That's what I was saying. It's, like, so many women have, like, frozen their eggs, but not so many women have actually defrosted <laughs> them yet. <laughs> and yeah, tried exactly. to get pregnant with these eggs. So what they said on the documentary is, like, only 2,000 babies globally have been born from egg freezing. Like, from... F- eggs that have been frozen previously which is such a tiny number so small and i wonder how many women have um have had their eggs frozen right and like of them how many of them have tried to get pregnant using their frozen eggs yeah i think it'll be really interesting in the future to see like what the percentage of people who freeze them versus people actually use them like especially if companies just are paying for it now it's like well why wouldn't you do a kind of thing I mean, I know I wouldn't do it, but like (laughs) from the outset, it's like, oh, well, this is a perk that my company's offering. I should definitely take them up on it because it's so expensive. Yeah. 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 And I can see how, especially in the companies that do offer it as a benefit, like. How do you feel about that? Like if you work for Apple or someone, like how do you feel about it being offered 
to women? I mean, I think it's cool, to be honest. I think it's progressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it is, it's kind of a recognition of like the evolving needs and wants of women mm-hmm. in the world. Um, I can s- totally see how like some people find it a bit dystopian. Right. But I don't really feel that way. Uh, <laughs> then again, like this would be a different conversation if we were a hundred percent sure that it worked. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and we're not. Mm-hmm. So saying that is, is kind of interesting. Well, what do you think about the argument that like critics are like, well, it's just a way for like companies to get these women to like push off childbirth so that they can like essentially work harder and longer for these companies. I don't think that's a real thing. Why? Because that's my first thought. I'm like, you bastards just want me to like (laughs) not have babies for as long as possible. I mean... Like rather than them supporting women having babies when they want, rather than... Does it kind of scare women thinking, well, like if you're offering me egg freezing, like are you going to support me in my maternity if I want to have a baby? I don't know. uh, I mean, this is the juicy bit of it, isn't it? (laughs) I don't know. I just don't... I don't really think that there are women out there who are like, oh, I would love to have a kid right now. But my job, though... I feel like there is, though. I don't do know. I don't know. Uh, so. Do you think it's more that women are like, I don't want to have a baby yet. So if I can yeah. push it off, I might as well. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like, I don't think that anyone will be convinced to delay childbirth by, like, having access to egg freezing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, as I'm saying that, I'm like, is that true? <laughs> don't really know. I don't know. But this is, this was, um, Again, I I feel like I'm jumping forward a little bit. But this is the point that uh, one of the women made in the documentary, Mm -hmm. which I thought was a really solid point, which is like, you know, for her, it's not progress to figure out how to delay childbirth further and further. Mm -hmm. For her, it's progress to support women when they want to have children younger. But I think the issue with that is that it, totally ignores the fact that like we as women are much more flexible than we've ever been Mm -hmm. we have a lot more choice than we've ever had and it's ignoring the idea that like hey maybe we just don't want kids that young you know what i mean like we're sharing the responsibility of child rearing more and more and like any way you look at it it's a massive change in your lifestyle and you don't have to do that anymore. that's not your sole purpose as a woman so, like, if you have the option to keep working and to get better and better at something and to find purpose another way, like, I think a lot of women would prefer to do that. But what about the women who, like, this woman, Amy, for example, in documentary, who we follow, like, going through the egg freezing? So she's 38 and unmarried. Um, what about the women, though? Like, eventually, they, she maybe she was, like, when she was younger, like, I don't want to have kids now. Like, I want to focus on career and focus on other things. Then she reaches 38, and she's like, shit, like... What was I doing? Now I w- yeah, now I want to have a baby. I don't have a man. Like, let me freeze my eggs. And, like, it almost goes into panic mode. And then she's like... And she even... She's into it, and she does... She says specifically, she's like, I see my friends around me who are married and have kids, their life is so p- full and so full of purpose. 
and then I think back on my life and like I was five years with one guy who didn't want kids then I was another relationship for four years and she's like that's where the time went like that's where the years have gone so it's like it's like she's looking back regretfully at like her life decisions and like but you, you shouldn't be like that either it's just it's easy for us to be like now in like our prime and be like oh I don't want to have kids like but what happens when we're 38 and uh, childless (laughs) if you really want kids you know I know this is the frightening thing I feel like it will inevitably sneak up on you but like what there is no great answer for that Mm -hmm. the answer to that cannot be just have kids even if you don't feel like (laughs) 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 that is not a solution well that's just reverting back to like that's what women are right like just reproducers baby making machines (laughs) i know (laughs) i mean yeah this is the thing like think about in the 60s um or whenever (laughs) (laughs) back in the day decade in the past like this decision is made for you you get married your job is to have kids. Your husband's job is to support the family. His life doesn't really change when right. you have kids. And like once you have kids, that's just that is your job. And now and they can kind of dip in whenever they want in terms. Yeah, of exactly. Support. Whereas with now I feel like you're, if you're <laughs> I mean, like men are part of this, too. Like men are expected to to be there and to parent their kids. Mm-hmm. And women are expected to financially contribute to their families yeah so you have this like sharing going on and like it just is a huge decision i feel like it's a much bigger decision than it used to be Mm -hmm. for young couples like it's a it's a complete change for for everything you're not you know you're not following the traditional path necessarily yeah and like there's maybe an argument to be made that like life is a lot more difficult and more complicated given these choices that we now have now that that choice is not just made for us yeah um but i don't know that also opens us up to loads of other things that we could be doing and and like so it's kind of it's hard for me to to see the argument of like oh well we should just figure out how to be comfortable having kids younger yeah i just don't i'm just not comfortable with that especially like from a male perspective and akil feel free to chime in here yeah you go to my <laughs> but um <laughs> so like i read an article about it and they were saying like because men aren't really brought up in the documentary at all obviously because like you know it's it's ultimately kind of a women's issue but in terms of like eggs. yeah <laughs> but in terms of like raising a family or like wanting to start a family it's like if women want to push out that age later so do men a lot of them but men don't have the biological clock ticking so it's the article I was reading was very interesting it's like so women are like pushing it out until they're like as long as they can and the egg freezing facilitates that but then men are also pushing it out and then women are end up with men that um aren't ready or don't necessarily want to have kids yet so it's like so what do you do then this is the the because men can have babies as long as they like so yeah then you have women who are ready or like won't have much time left but then men are pushing it out too so it's like i don't know this is such a go on Uh, i I don't know like (laughs) that sounds a bit crazy um i feel like when you say men can have babies anytime they want from an age perspective like you're 60 you can still have babies yeah i feel there's some guys that feel like they have to have a kid at a certain age especially if they 
well, if they want to have boys, they feel like they have to have a kid at certain age just because they want to have be able to play football with them or. That's so interesting. <laughs> I, I don't. Doesn't matter about the girls. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like they, they. I feel like some guys feel like they have to have men. I mean, children young, just because of that, they want to still go outside and be mm-hmm. able to play with them and stuff like that. So, I feel like there's definitely an undertone of maybe men don't speak about it as much, but I feel like there's definitely an undertone of men feeling like they need to have a kid. Maybe not as much as women. Right. I feel like there's definitely an undertone of men. That they need to have I mean, to totally, well. because there's that expectation that you're going to parent the kids that you have. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. And like parenting takes a lot of energy. But then again, our generation might live longer. Yeah. Yeah. I hope. I, 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 do, <laughs> I, do, I do agree with you. I do feel there's a lot of people that feel like work's more important and they can have kind of kids a bit more old. I think that's a bit changing now. Um, I feel in my 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 parent had my mum had me when she was at twenty five. Mm-hmm. I'm twenty seven now, so and I haven't had, I haven't been even thinking about having <laughs> right now. Yeah, I mean I would like to, but just right now in in the predicament I am, I have, I can't afford to have a kid. But I, I reckon if I could have a kid, I would. I was about to say like if money was an object, would yeah. you want to have kids now at twenty seven? Maybe if I could, <laughs> maybe next year. I feel like I, I still got a, a lot of stuff I want to do. I, I want to like in the next year. I feel like there's a lot of stuff. If, if, no, if money wasn't an object, then I think I'd like, like to have a kid now. Mm-hmm. See, that is interesting. I think like I w- I want to know what you think about this too, Miss. Like I I think I want kids. I think I do. Um, like if I won the lottery or something. I would still not want to have kids anytime soon. Like, money is obviously a consideration, but absolutely not the only barrier. Like, no chance. Oh, I don't know if I want kids at all, so money definitely doesn't (laughs) come into it for me. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe pay me to have a kid. (laughs) See, like, if you had the money to support a kid, oh my God, I just want to, like, party a lot more than (laughs) I do now. (laughs) For a while. Yeah. But would, like, regardless of money then, say, for when it comes to egg freezing, would you want to freeze your eggs? I... Like, even, okay, <laughs> like, say if you work for Apple, are you freezing your eggs because they give it to you as a perk? No. Okay, like, are you freezing your eggs? <laughs> <laughs> if I was a woman, no, definitely not. I don't Absolutely feel like not. you should. No. no. I, I mean, this is, uh, like, it feels like a very like an almost upsetting thing to consider mm-hmm. because I'm 29 and like, so I've got, you know, 10, 11 years of childbearing years ahead of me. Scary. Which is scary. That's a not very many years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like ask me in five years how I feel about it. But right now it just, it couldn't be further from my mind. I thought it was interesting and in the documentary that one lady kind of calls out these companies and says like, well, you're preying on women by making them afraid. Mm-hmm. And all that I thought was like, okay, like, okay, maybe that's not the most gentle tactic, but also that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. You can't, uh, you know, there's no way around that. You are going to reach an age where you cannot do it. 
My worry about it is though, so like we need this company called Egg Banks, which is basically like a third party egg freezing broker who like sets women up with like fertility doctors. But like they're, the, I feel like they're going after a certain demographic. Obviously you need to have money, but a lot of these women as well, they're, they said the average, they have like these egg parties, which is where they get groups of women together to educate them, quote unquote, about like egg freezing basically get them to sign up but the average age of women at these parties is 33 and i'm just like you're most fertile between the ages of like 19 and 26 something like that it's like the women like who are prime people who want to buy into this like most of them like you're too old like or the chances of you actually getting enough eggs to freeze to have a successful pregnancy down the line potentially is like it's so much less so it's like you're kind of selling them a dream almost, which I have a big issue with. Like but the woman, Amy, we meet is 38. Yeah. Oh. And I'm even if she freezes her eggs, like there's only a couple of years then when you can try have a baby, you know, like even oh gosh, with IVF, totally. like the, it's so low after 40, your chances of getting pregnant are so low. It's like, what are you even freezing for? Why don't you just try have a baby now? I don't know. You know, that was, that's the big issue yeah, for me. I, yeah, that came to my mind too. I was like, well, if you're going to, if you're going to defrost these in the next year and a half or two years, yeah. like, what, like, why are you doing this? Yeah, exactly. It's a lot of hassle. And a lot, a lot, of, lot money. of money. And like a lot of hope. Like you see her like getting her eggs extracted and the doctor's like, we got 13 eggs and she's so happy. Like she's so ecstatic. And then he's like, yeah, we'll probably have to do it again. Like, because to get more. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's kind of heartbreaking to watch. And like, you're, you're, <laughs> Totally. Like, excuse the pun, but like you're literally putting all your eggs in one basket with this whole thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> well done, man. Thank you. Well done. But it's just really sad. Like, I just couldn't help feel a bit sad. Like, it made me sad. And to be honest, I mean, this is no shade to that doctor because this is his job. Yeah. But it, I felt, I, I really felt for Amy in those scenes because he was just like business as usual. Yep, we'll probably need to do it again. And, and, he's telling her that the first extraction was successful and she's ecstatic mm-hmm. and she gets up to hug him and he's a bit like, whoa. <laughs> and he kept saying like, you know? it made me feel really weird as well. Like while, like you, you're also watching him extract the eggs, like while she's asleep, like when they're general aesthetic and she keeps saying like, she, she, she like referring almost like it's uh, like, she's an animal. And then it's like, kept saying for her age like this is good for her age and i'm just like oh, oh. It's just it just makes me think like you shouldn't weird. even be doing it because you think like she's too old oh, yeah i mean but then my other thing is like should you be marketing um egg freezing to 20 year olds well here's the thing i have an so issue with that too so it's like where so do you, you said a minute ago that you feel like these women are being sold a dream basically mm-hmm. but like is it egg freezing or is it the idea of having children in the first place? Like are women j- is because I feel like it's been drilled into me my whole life. Um, you know, yeah, you're, you're going to want kids. And mm-hmm. this is the only way to grow and feel fulfilled mm-hmm. as a person. And when you're old, you're going to be alone if you don't. And like, it's just... Like, in my mind, that is the dream that's being sold. And it's been sold for millennia. I think what they're being sold now is that 
you can have it's not gonna like you're not ready to have a baby right now or you don't want to have a baby right now but freeze your eggs and you can have a baby whenever you want in the future no matter what happens to your circumstances right i think that's what they're being sold they're like if i freeze my eggs that's fine they're safe there so if i don't find a man if it doesn't work out like they're there and i can just have a baby right that's Which what i think they're being sold no but this is what i think that's how it's being marketed from these companies who are profiting from it yeah which is like where the problem lies this whole commercialization of it that's where i have a big problem like they're not being educated and the stats i think they're being told as well are so inflated yeah what did you think about um the woman who said um so the woman doing the documentary kind of called out the woman from egg banks was it yeah the ceo of and said um you know do you feel like these women understand what the what the rates of success are yeah and she said, well, these are actually quite educated consumers and like they've done their research and they know what's up. Do you believe? Her? No. And then, she, but then <laughs> she also said like, oh, it's hard to get really accurate results because vitrification is quite new. And I'm like, you're just bullshitting now. Right. Like vitrification is this whole, it's the process which has made it, you know, more accurate or whatever to be able to like actually retrieve the eggs where they like flash freeze them so that no crystals can build up around the eggs so that when they're preserved they're just hopefully going to be better quality shall we say and that came into effect like they just like they invented that in 2000 and then it wasn't until 2012 that it became the label of experimental was removed and that's where everything kind of blew up in terms of the industry but there is stats as well that's not that long ago. exactly and then i don't know like she wouldn't give any numbers in the interview and i'm just like because she knows i'm sure that the numbers numbers that, that are out there are quite low so it's like she can't go around saying what the numbers are because she's not going to make money right and the numbers were like what between something like two to twelve percent of yeah well wasn't people she can get pregnant or like have can have a babe like that's the percentage of babies that are born from egg freeze or something yeah which they framed the other way in the documentary which is like for women aged 30 30 that's me it was an 80 <laughs> percent rate of failure yeah getting pregnant this way and for women aged 40 it was like 90 plus yeah which like if you were told those figures why would you put yourself through all of this you know totally so at the same time <laughs> go on <laughs> <laughs> just to be annoying man like that's what we're here for go on i feel like um this let's assume that this worked like that this always that there was a really high success rate mm-hmm. or something like this it would be a major advancement for humanity and like for science yeah like it would be a huge accomplishment and I feel like we don't get to those without these years of like experimenting and without these years of people failing mm-hmm. at it um, and it basically being an experiment still. Like, I, I don't have a problem with it. Abandoning like abandoning just because it's not perfected yet. I don't think we should abandon it. But my problem is, is that the way it's being marketed and the, like the lack of education around it. It's like, I think it'd be a very different story if women were actually given the facts about it right and maybe they wouldn't be like spending all this money and like going through all this like it's the same with ivf like it's been around for longer but like the rates of success are so low 
and like women put themselves through all this and like it's the same thing and it's like ultimately if you're gonna put an egg a frozen egg back inside a woman at a certain age it's like think of all the stuff that's going on in your body like will your womb even like after a certain age be able to grow that egg into a baby you know it's not just about the egg yeah it's the woman's body as well and i'm like unless we figured that out as well like how are you gonna you know slow down the aging process of women's internal like fertility organs like what's that gonna look like yeah you can't just put a frozen egg back in the woman when she's 50 and like hope that it's gonna be a baby you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Which is why yeah. IVF is so like this. The rates go down at after a certain age because it's actually what's going on inside the woman as well in terms of ag- actually being able to grow a baby. And then to of term. course there's the risk to the baby if you are able to carry exactly to term. Yeah, like our scary. women's biology isn't going to change. Well, unless technology steps in or <laughs> science. I don't know. Which I mean, aren't they? I mean, they're doing things like aren't they like creating (laughs) wombs like in the lab so that like eventually you'll be able to have a baby without having to do anything with your body in terms of like you'll just give them an egg and there you go. That'd be great. You and your partner just go in. Here's an egg. Here's a sperm. Can you make a baby, please? (laughs) One baby, please. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's what it's gonna be like. That'd be great. No more of this funny business maybe that's true equality when a woman doesn't even have to go through pregnancy to have a baby oh that'd be sick (laughs) i feel like that's the future (laughs) i'm not saying it's the same but that will be an option down the line no no because i feel like you have designer babies as a woman you get when you're pregnant well obviously i don't know I'm not a woman and I haven't been pregnant, but I'm sure <laughs> I been pregnant. <laughs> I'm sure if you're a woman and you get to go through them nine months, it's it's that different. It's like it's a different experience. You get to grow the a baby, a living organism is live is being born inside you. That's that. No, you're right. That's a beautiful experience and all. But, but a lot of women don't want to go through your it. Body <laughs> as well. This is why like loads of women have surrogates and not a lot of time it's not because of health complications it's just they don't want to get pregnant but there are also loads of health complications that can come around oh don't be so ignorant to kill (laughs) i don't know so i didn't know it was like that deep i mean no. we just like pop them out like it's nothing i know you didn't pop them up but i didn't know it was so deep where some people can't even like maybe i'm just talking rubbish right now but I didn't know it was so deep where people couldn't legitly have like problems and obviously I know you just don't pop them out and stuff like that. But <laughs> I mean, no, you, but you have a point. Like it's a unique experience. Yeah. yeah. Being pregnant and giving birth. I mean, that, that sounds mm, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. It sounds, it sounds rough to me, to be honest, but like, you're right. I mean, will, will that change the way well, like mothers you bond with their babies? Yeah. Like, maybe. I don't it know. could. It'd just be interesting to know, like, how many women, if they had the option to not have to go through the pregnancy part and just, like, skip that, essentially, to have their baby, Some would they do it? And I think like that a lot of women pregnant, would. They? I'm of the opposite. I'd, like, I'd love to experience pregnancy, but I don't know if I want to have a kid after <laughs> So I'll be someone's surrogate. Yeah, I'll call you in a few years. <laughs> Whereas like loads of women, they say, I just don't want to go through the pregnancy part. 
Yeah. But how real, like, like how true is that when they say it? Like, if they had the option to skip that part and have that done outside of their body, would they do it? I know it's interesting. It'd be interesting to see the if you took a a test to see it, how many women who's already been pregnant would mm-hmm. choose that, and how yeah. many women who haven't been pregnant would choose that. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting to see. I'd say the women who've gone through really traumatic pregnancies yeah. may not want to do it again. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I don't but know. also, they some women kind of romanticize that period, don't yeah. they? Because they're so but I think happy to, to have their baby. Yeah, and I think, well, if you have an easy pregnancy, like you probably enjoy it so much. Yeah, people give you loads of attention and you can eat whatever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Sounds great. She was telling me she was having like cravings of KFC and haagen <laughs> She would dip the, um, the chicken in the haagen ice cream. Oh, <laughs> mate. That sounds kind of great. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of, uh, like, potentially, like, egg freezing being, like, offered through, like, the NHS? The way things like contraception is, even IVF is to a point, and, like, abortions. Like, do you think it's just going to... I think to a point... I th- really interesting. Um, I think for certain cases, but, like... And then abortion, for example, like, do you think, do you see a future where that will just be another option? See, I don't, even IVF on the NHS, is that a little excessive? I think, I don't, I don't, I think I'm like, I I could be wrong, but it's something like if you're after a certain age and you've been trying for a certain amount of years that it will cover you somewhat. It's not just like you can just get it. Right. But I mean, but I wonder if that same thing will apply with egg freezing after a certain point. The I feel like the elephant in the room is adoption, mm-hmm. and if you really, really want a child and it's not happening in your body, that is an option. And I even I feel a bit sheepish bringing it up because I understand that it is not the same thing. Yeah, and like, like personally, would I? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, but. That it like when you start talking about the NHS offering it, surely the country has more to gain by encouraging people to adopt mm-hmm. rather than putting loads of money into like artificially getting people pregnant when like maybe their body is saying it's yeah not, as I'm if the world needs more pregnant. people <laughs> yeah I mean yeah and the, of course and the world doesn't need more people and we know that like that but obviously that's not going to change yeah. a woman's feeling about. But what about the argument that, like, the barrier to getting, like, for egg freezing is the cost of it, and then, which means, therefore, it's, like, only available to a certain demographic? Yeah, that is interesting. I still don't know, like, what my stance is on that, like, because I don't know if it should be necessarily available to everyone, but should it be if it's available, but it just comes down to the cost of it? Yeah, that is interesting, but then... I also think, like, again, like, should you be paying a premium to mm-hmm. to do those things? Maybe you should. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know if it should be available, like, if you have the money, you can get it. Like, didn't the whole thing, like, egg freezing came in to effect first off was for, like, cancer patients. So that... Oh, interesting. Yeah, so like you could freeze your eggs when you were going through chemotherapy and all because it's so damaging to your body and it can potentially make you infertile. 
Um, same with plastic surgery. Like that first came out for like people f- with like, I don't know, like war wounds or something. And then obviously it gets commoditized. And if you have the money, you can just pay for any of these procedures. But again, like, should it be that widely available to anyone with money? This is my thing. Uh, I don't necessarily disagree with it, but it's like, where should we just be offering it to anyone who has the money? Like, I don't know. I mean, this is where like the ethical kind of thing comes into play. Uh, yeah, but you're also talking to an American. (laughs) I'd pay for a flu shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I I would think, yeah, if you have the money, it's it's your choice Mm -hmm. to do it. Of course, um, that's your prerogative. But should it be something that we are are taxed for? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree with that. That makes me a little uncomfortable somehow. Yeah. What about the idea that it's egg freezing is empowering to women? They kept banging yeah. on about that as well. Liberating, empowering. Yeah. I mean, I think that doing what you want with your body is empowering. Mm-hmm. Like, always. Um, and having these choices available to make is an empowering thing, of course. And even in, a, even in this experimental stage that it's at, like, yeah, I find it empowering that that's a choice on the table, even if I wouldn't take it. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other side, like, watching this lady actually go through it right. was absolutely not an empo- not <laughs> empowering. <laughs> like, it was just sad. It just yeah. made me upset. You know, Would it make you think twice about doing it? Or, like, when you actually saw all the steps it takes? and Oh, totally. Totally. Well, if it was not invasive, if it was like you didn't have to think twice about it, um, and it was no, easy as no like peeing in a cup. Yeah, <laughs> um, but imagine if it was, would everyone do it when they were age twenty? Probably, mm-hmm. I probably would. Yeah, just in case, why not? Those yeah. are your most fertile years. Like, why not? Yeah, you um, could store them yourself. Even <laughs> yeah, in my in my freezer. <laughs> But Every like woman's got a little like section <laughs> in her freezer for her eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is just my egg freezer. Yeah. <laughs> um, you could have cute little tubes for them. <laughs> <laughs> you could name them in yeah, advance. Yeah, you could like customizable <laughs> tubes. For <laughs> eggs. Why doesn't science hire us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we you have get accessories. Oh, God. You could just look after your eggs, and then you wouldn't even have to have kids. Yeah. <laughs> could be a little egg baby forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've sorted yeah. it. We fixed it, guys. <laughs> so do you think you'll consider it in the... F- well, when I say future, I mean, we're 29 and 30, so, like, we're prime egg freezing time. Talk to me in five years, for real. It's going to be too cannot. late then. <laughs> <laughs> Miriam. It will no, potentially. Know, the, you I might know. get enough eggs out of you f- to freeze. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. I don't think I'll be even considering it, to be honest. I'm very much like if I get pregnant, I get, I pre- get pregnant. If I don't, I don't. Yeah. I maybe, feel But maybe that's because I don't know if I want kids. So it's easy for me to say. To be kind of flippant about yeah. it. I mean, I feel kind of the same. I, d- I do want kids, I think. But I don't want kids so badly that I would force it. Yeah. Um especially at an age where like my body's not feeling it yeah 
I don't know. I, I feel like the challenge for women like us is that if we don't end up having kids, we need to set the example for the next generation of women mm-hmm. for like finding other ways to be fulfilled and not depending on families and children. Well, still the stigmatism like, oh, how happy can you be as a woman if you don't have kids? Which is like the sympathy thing, isn't it? Yeah, like it is horseshit. And even, even Amy, talking about why she wanted to have kids. I know her first reason was what all my friends have kids and they're so happy and they live such full lives. I'm like, that's the problem. There, it's like you're trying to source all your. You think ultimately this baby will fulfill your whole life and And maybe you will but like oh yeah i don't doubt it i don't like what i'm absolutely not saying is that having kids is not a wonderful fulfilling Mm -hmm. experience it clearly is and it's experience it's an experience i'm curious about and Mm -hmm. that i think i would like to have but like also is it the end of the world is my life worthless like am i a failure if i don't do it yes (laughs) (laughs) You're a failure anyway. Basically. We'll find <laughs> out when I'm in 10 years time and I'm still childless. Yeah, we'll compare. I mean, God, I'll probably we'll be still if any of my friends who have babies will be friends with me or will they just feel sorry for me? I already feel sorry. <laughs> Only for time you. will tell. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> We're spinsters. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. Well, on that note, I think we'll leave it there. <laughs> on bringyourownopinion.com and on Instagram at bringyourownopinion. Bring your own opinion. Let us know your thoughts on the topics we discuss.